0: you're ready to be premature wow, all over again <laughs> yeah. wow, that's, that's quick. impressive quick reset, yeah. quick, reset. Yeah. quick reset yeah
1: that's right looking okay. gin balls it's just gonna be a vicious cycle who knew the job was pro bono i was so high that um i shit myself at some point <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay i can still hear somebody somebody everybody mute Goddamn, you're killing me <laughs>
2: my seal team six with the seal team 12. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's nothing wrong with punching above your weight the the you get better. well i don't it's know what's worse you're a ginger or you've been vaccinated
2: you <laughs> sit around and drink and solve the world's problems right hey let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so uh, and let the uh, debate I- begin
0: welcome back ladies and gentlemen it is a new episode new week new topic everybody's excited to be here we are here once again the four horsemen so with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our episode. Gentlemen, how is everybody doing today?
2: A hole, baby hole. hole.
0: <laughs> I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you get with no alcohol. It, is, yeah. it was a hole, baby hole. What are you, Elvis? I was on my say. hips as well. <laughs> For all you listeners that couldn't see.
1: I wish you could see him gyrating. It's, it's something to behold.
0: He's standing up on the desk. It's a little awkward. <laughs> Put your shorts back on. If you're going yeah. to do that, that's all I ask. Why is uh, he still
3: doing I it? I like There's the no need up square pants underwear, though. Those are nice
0: balls kicking against flips. the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Across this right the problem is they only come
3: in a medium, so
0: yeah, things, things are hanging
1: out. Dude. I didn't, I didn't know balls came in that shade of white.
0: <laughs> you mean like the rest of your pasty white skin? <laughs> Look at my own balls. How'd you get the
2: how'd you get the Frank below the beans? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, if apparently all, we don't need alcohol. Sober. Yeah, alcohol is not really relevant to. Us having a good time. Uh, happy everybody's here. Thanks for being here. Let's go ahead and jump into our topic. There's no, no need to waste time on drinks because we're not drinking anything. It's water around the room. We're all drinking water because that's how we do. We're in a health challenge. Thanks to Grinch. Thanks, Grinch. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You're a pal. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, as I snack what on what my pretzels. A,
1: what a buddy. <laughs> what a buddy. <laughs> and I do want to
0: give a quick shout out to Mrs. Grinch, who was Kind enough to make sure that we do keep everybody on track this month in alcohol free April. Uh, Accountability is key. That's what I was told. I was pulled to the side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was looked at deep in my eye sockets. That's right. (laughs) Accountability is key. So, (laughs) wise counsel. (laughs) That's it. So, I'm not going to anger the beast. Accountability Mm -hmm. is key. So, alcohol free April. All right, let's jump into our topic. No need to, to discuss drinks. It's water around the room. So, the topic for this week, is one that I thought might be interesting to discuss because we hear about it, um, you know, throughout the course of our lives, it has happened a number of times and now is obviously no different. I think it uh, generally uh, occurs and I'll say with athletes, I am sure it occurs elsewhere, but I'm going to use athletes as the jumping off point when an athlete has an outstanding career and they do really well and they really make an impact in their sport or whatever it is. And then they decide they're going to hang up the the boots. They're going to hang up the gloves, the jersey, the helmet, whatever it is, the baseball bat. And then somewhere along the way, they go, I'm not ready to retire. I'm coming back. And so they do. Now, they are either successful in that endeavor or they suck even worse. And then you, I think it, we as people go, as fans, we're like, you should have stayed retired. You should have just retired, stayed retired, and just enjoyed the later years in your life with all the money that you've made.
3: Well, does it does it make sense to also lump into that <laughs> discussion then people that should have retired and, and was, have played yes. well past uh, the, prime the
1: prime of their career? Quite quite Absolutely. a few musicians and performers mm-hmm. uh, who have had their last farewell tour like five times. Five times, million. please
3: fucking stop.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can
3: thank the IRS for that.
0: You know? <laughs> they need <Wow>. their money. <laughs> their uh, money so, manager. So yeah. obviously the the the. Antithesis for this was I live here in Tampa Bay. Tom Brady was the quarterback for the Buccaneers. They win a Super Bowl. He decides to come back for a follow up season. And then they don't make the Super Bowl. And then he decides I'm retiring. It was literally what two months I think went by. And then he decides I'm coming back. No, and not so, even. did not Super
1: Bowl like was beginning of February, so it was yeah. like not even two
0: months. <clears throat> and he decides, I'm coming out of retirement. Bro, you haven't even been retired. You can't come out of retirement. You've barely been retired. That's not how it works. So that was what I was using as kind of the jumping off point for this was, you know, the speculation when he left, would he ever be back mid-40s playing in a sport where obviously the the life expectancy of players, I say life expectancy, only within the sport isn't generally well into their forties. Uh, well, Just quarterbacks? I mean, quarterbacks can, can be, but it depends on. Bit, yeah, I mean Max, Max, like favoriteest ever, ever quarterback, Cam Newton. His his career expectancy because of the type of quarterback he was didn't last very long because he yeah. uh, he was abused because he was a running style quarterback. Your your dual threats, the guys that are getting down and running, who um. Who's the guy that played for your team, Haas? The, the Redskins uh, out of Baylor. Yeah. Uh, RG3. 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 There's, there's been
1: a lot of them. I don't
2: really,
1: <laughs> I know. You have to <laughs> narrow that down a
0: little bit. But yeah, you yeah, think. They... Go ahead, brother. Uh, I was going say, they ruined RG3. They did. Ruined them. Yeah. They sure did. So, you know, guys don't have a long-term career expectancy in a sport that can be that brutal running backs obviously and what your punters your kickers your field goal kickers like they tend to janikowski what's he like 65 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he he, he did retire
1: a couple few years ago but he was in his early mid 40s when he finally retired yeah
0: but ultimately the discussion is about when is it the right time to retire do you retire at the pinnacle do you when do you say enough is enough and should you be coming back i think the one cautionary tale at least for me is going to bring. uh Brett favre brett favre or however you say his fucking name Favre. how many times did he retire like five and he kept coming back twice and he kept coming back now i think i looked it up he retired like four times and then unretired himself he retired twice at minnesota and then he was at green bay he was he retired once and was picked up by the jets so it's like and then he had a, a litany of legal yeah. issues. Yeah. Some, the those, some of
3: those places he was he was kind of asked to leave. Um, <laughs> but that's a whole other story altogether.
0: Ultimately, the question is, when is it the right time to retire? Tom Brady, in my opinion, should have retired the year they won the Super Bowl. But he was now, going to leave $50 million on the table if he did it and decided not to. Now,
3: why do you <laughs> well, say that's the reason? Why do you say that's when he should have retired?
0: Because I think everybody in, in that position, when you win a championship, multiple championships, whatever your particular sport is. And Haas, I know you said musicians and it happens everywhere. I'm using sports. I think everybody wants to go out on top. You always want to go out as that guy.
1: Yeah, but you know what else I want to do? I want to come back to next year and
3: make $50 million. Of course. Well, not not only that. I mean, you know, it's about competition. I mean, these guys, you know, they don't get to be where they're at without having a drive and a burning passion that, you know, I, I'll admit I don't. I can't speak for everybody else. I don't have,
0: right. you know. I mean, at least you're honest about
3: you it. Know, yeah, no, I'll be honest yeah. about it, right? I mean, the the work they put in, and, and that's what happens. I think to lead a lot of them to come out of retirement. Uh, you know, you go from, you know, that daily grind, which I'm sure you know is tough. To, well, I'm going to get up and go fishing today, and that's pretty much all I got on my plate and shit. Right.
2: <laughs> you know, I was thinking about. Uh, there's several kind of stories or things that I thought about one was uh, there's like a story of like John McCain and his kind of his forefathers, which basically worked for the bulk of their lives. And then after they finished their career died shortly thereafter. So it was almost like it was the lifeblood, you know, that gave them their purpose and drive. But um, the other thing I was thinking about was uh, the, there's there's these comedians it's two brothers um who talked about the scenario of like will so and so come back and you know the agent's like well he's got 50 million reasons to come back and so they're like well we we thought we could incorporate that line of thinking into making decisions on what we do and uh they're like hey let's go out to the strip club and he's like i got negative four reasons for why i'm not going (laughs) (laughs) that's absolutely
3: right. <laughs> yeah. yeah and look you know let's be honest 50 million dollars is a lot of money but to Tom Brady you know he probably shakes the couch and and, and shakes out 50 million dollars you know I mean I, 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 I'm not going to say it's not completely about the money but I don't think that that's the, that's the main driving factor rumor,
1: rumor that, has it his wife didn't want him at home
0: yeah well And her net worth is higher than his net worth.
1: Oh, like way, way higher.
0: And maybe that was part of his issue. Maybe it was that ego trip. Like, I can't just sit at home.
2: You know, I think in terms of conceptualizing retirement, it's a a little harder if um, you're not like in a career, like the same quote unquote career with the same organization for however many years. And, and admittedly, like that's more traditional. It's not as common necessarily, you know, I mean, even like the military, it's retirement plan has changed to where it's more like a 401k. You can take it with you as opposed to the, you have to get to 20 to earn retirement. So there's the financial, but, you know, as I was like arcing down, I, I heard a lot of people ahead of me that had retired, that would say like, you, you, Like, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, if you, if it's the right time. And I think, you know, for these high-end athletes, there's a number of factors. It's legacy. It's do they still have the competitive drive? Because I mean, yeah, $50 million is a lot of money, but, but you don't want to take the money and just mail it in on the field just to get another season under the belt. I mean, I, I think that's icing on the cake in the sense of. But don't you think players do that? I mean, we know well, performers do. Well, right? I, I,
1: yeah. think, I think some performers players do. do it, we know yeah. go on a farewell tour, another farewell tour, another, and and they yeah, should yeah. just stop because they, there's clearly no passion coming from them when they're on stage.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm not saying there's no passion, but you know, I saw the picture. It who was who's it? Phil Collins that had to sit yeah, down. He looks rough. Yeah, he's you looks know, rough. and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, damn. I mean, maybe he's there's there are really good reasons, but. Like, that's that's not how I want to remember that guy yeah. or some of these other like kiss. Come on, do we need them on the <laughs> stage again? Like, come on. No, so yeah, I mean, I, I you know, in terms of like, I, I agree. I think going out on the high note as a third party watching, and I think of like, uh, it kind of reminds me, was it Jerome Bettis? I think. With The Steelers that, yeah. um, you know, retire basically after Calvin the game, Johnson, you know? I mean,
1: Andrew Luck. I mean, there's so many guys who went out on top because they were like, I'm good, I made my money, and I did, I came here to do what I wanted to do. And I don't, you know, I want, I don't want to be a, a, a 200-something-pound bag of mush.
3: Well, and that's the about, important without thing, help yeah. I there. mean, especially when you're playing sports like that, and you're talking football, I mean, it, you know they're not playing flag football, you know? So, and and we've seen
1: pajamas moving at some pretty high speeds. Yeah. And we've seen now,
3: you know, you, you look at some of these people that have died because of CTE and stuff, you know, you, you see what those long-term effects are. And it's like, you know, is it worth it to, and and you see, I mean, I've seen a couple players now, you know, that that have retired, you know, in their early twenties and they're just like, you know, what, the long-term impact of what this is going to do to my body is not worth it. You know, I, I want to be able to pick up my kids and grandkids and and remember
2: who they are. I remember who I am.
3: For that too.
1: Yeah. Be well, able to it, feed myself,
2: wipe myself. And, and and you know, I think being that humans are involved, there's no one size fits all, and right. I don't think any of us are implying that. You know, you, you tend to use trends and patterns to try to kind of make sense and draw commonality. You know. Uh, you know, because I think about, like, um, the Matt Luke offensive line coach for Georgia that stepped away at the end of last season. And he was like, I just want to be with my family. Uh, now, coaching is a different grind, but it's a grind. Um, you know, and then you think about, like, some of these other players, too, that that made really natural, like, uh, transitions into, like, commentating.
1: So, so speaking of, speaking of coaches – he, should, should urban meyer should he have just stayed retired
2: <laughs> yes. should, should
1: that motherfucker yes. have just like not ever come back into anything because holy crap yes. what a shit the bed motherfucking piece of douche nozzle yeah. that guy is yeah
0: yeah it isn't yeah. just athletes right i mean obviously you yeah. can expand upon it into really any facet from coaching entertainment musicians doesn't matter but uh, i just thought it was interesting and i was surprised in just going down a list from sports in general and again because i'm using sports how many people throughout a number of different sports have actually retired and then unretired? Football being a big one, baseball being a, another huge one where a lot of guys come back. Um, basketball, it happens. Obviously, we can talk about Michael Jordan. Yeah, who, I was, I was going to
3: bring that one up.
0: Yeah, announced in 93, he was retiring after a great run to go play baseball. And we saw how that worked out and then decided maybe I fucked up. I'm going back to playing basketball and then won three national championships.
3: Okay. Yeah, but then you look at
0: yeah, but know, not
1: everybody's Michael Jordan. No, but he well,
3: but but here's the here's the point I was going to make on that. So so you look at that. So he comes back, he you know, wins the championships with Chicago, leaves, comes back, wins three more, and does not hang it up. Goes on to Washington.
0: No, he leaves first. He actually retires. Well, yeah, and okay. then comes back to play two years at the Wizards.
3: At the Wizards, and pretty much just stinks it up. Yes, and so to me that makes me think. You know, I look at it and look. I mean, I'm not trying to knock Michael Jordan. He's a tremendous basketball player, you know, one of the best. But you can look and say, well, clearly you were better because of the people around you. And this is a debate that people have had and will probably have for years, you know. But you can't obviously say, well, you know, that one man won all those championships because you can't just pick that one man up, put him on another team in Washington and, mm-hmm. you know, expect him to do much.
1: Well, I think we're, I think we're semantics. I mean, that's apples and oranges, right? I mean, he was older. His body was breaking down on him he didn't have the, the probably have the stamina that he once had
0: so know. it's it's know your limitations yeah. right well I mean, it,
1: yeah. I mean, I, the, the bottom line is he should have he should have he should have retired a bull and that should have been that
0: yeah
2: yeah i i mean it, it's interesting too because um you know like it, it's weird to think of like a brett Favre in a vikings uniform when he, he was like, he was so closely associated with the Packers program.
3: Well, and, and who remembers uh, Joe Montana playing in Kansas City? Kansas City. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I
2: mean. yeah, <laughs> yeah and, no, I just, I, I think um, one of the things that that probably as you age, and, and don't get me wrong, and, and I think there's probably only certain athletes that can just retire and unretire. Like, you've got to be at a certain level. Like, you've built up your – your credibility, your reputation, whatever it is, um, but but I would guess there's probably a fair number of people who are like, can I just take one season off? Well, I just know they've done rehab, that. right? Yeah, they've you done know? that.
1: Like Marshawn Lynch did that, and he came back in his first season back. I mean, he was decent. He wasn't great. He didn't throw up any phenomenal numbers, but he was good, and I think he played another season and a half after that first season back. I mean, look. I mean, as a running back, that's another position that gets beat down a lot. So yeah. I, I don't think I don't think there was gonna be much much tread left on those tires anyway. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I I see the value in that. Um, I often wonder what if Tiger Woods actually retired for a year or two or three to to rehab, because I mean, golfers they could golf. I mean, into their 60s and 70s. And
3: a lot well, of them have have, yeah. Tour. And they
1: do. Yeah. And and I often wonder, well, why doesn't Tiger just retire? So that he can actually like focus on himself and his body and his family.
0: Maybe it is the stigma yeah. of, I'm retired, and then having to come out of retirement. So they don't want to say that. So it's like, I'm just going to take the time off instead of saying, I'm retiring. Yeah,
1: but they don't do that either. And then he gets in this right. situation where I think he's had... I don't know, dozens of back surgeries. Back surgeries, yeah. You know, and then of course that horrible at car accident that he had uh, a couple of years ago. He's still recovering from that too. I
2: think. I would imagine, like financially, there's a fair number of players who could afford to take a year off, but that's typically not how their contracts are constructed. And the fear is, if you step off, you can't get back on the you know on the train, right? Right, because it's gonna keep rolling in the meantime. That's a good point. So, so there, that's there, there's there's two or three people other connected. people right
3: there on the on the roster usually ready to take your spot if you yeah, leave. That's
2: a good so,
1: point.
3: You know, I'm Plus, sure there's some fear of just walking away for a year.
1: I, I wonder what it does to your ad deals, you know, to all the all the different yeah. ad deals that you get. I wonder I wonder yeah. if there's if there's a contract if contractually you get less if you're not, you know, constantly in front of the public
2: because i mean i've never read a, a you know a, a sports contract but i would suspect there are legal implications associated with that contract when you say i'm retiring you know as opposed to like i i'm in mid career i you know i'm on whatever team and i'm like i just don't feel like playing anymore cuz then you're just flat out like not honoring the terms of your contract right as opposed to this having certain considerations that would account for. So, okay, here's how we're going to round off the, you know, the financials. We would have given you this, this, and this, and now we're just going to cut it, you know?
3: Yeah. And I think for the team, it it has an impact too, right? Because if, if you retire, they can actually, you know, anything that's left on that salary cap, they can write off.
2: Yeah. um, Roster management. so, So
3: they get it back. Whereas if you just decide to take a year off, they're still on the hook for your salary. You know, and, and so that doesn't free up. So now so now they're down a person plus your salary, you know, whatever it counts against the salary cap, and they can't go out and fill that spot.
0: I'd be interested to know, like Tom Brady made like 48 million last year, and I think he was slated to make only like eight million this year. And but but he retired. Once he retires and the team severs that and says, Okay, your contract's done, we've been Does he get to renegotiate? So can he come back in for more than $8 Does he get to use his agent to renegotiate?
1: I I, I don't know if you saw recent news, but uh, there's been a buzz that he may actually be going to Miami.
0: Okay.
3: I saw that article, too, and I thought maybe I was just drunk. Uh, Um, So I'm glad somebody else saw that. Yeah, there was was an article I read that speculated he could be going to the Dolphins.
1: Yep.
0: I had not seen that, but so he can, I guess my question is if they retire and then come back, can they negotiate for more money? Well, I imagine. I, mean, the, I guess con- it's just retire, a brand new player, right? Right.
1: If they retire, you got to think the contract's null and void. Right. Right.
0: Which I think is a, a it's leverage on their part going, I'm going to retire. And they walk away for a month and they go, I'm coming back. So yeah, instead of eight unless, million, I unless, want 20. Unless but,
1: but, I know there's in some contracts, there's like a. a a 30 or 45 day uh, like reversal period. So maybe if he unretired within that period of
2: time, it would revert back to what it was before. His retirement lasted for 40 days, by the way.
3: So, so it was probably 39 days. The (laughs) The article was
2: entitled Brady ends 40 day retirement (laughs) will return for 23rd NFL season.
3: But, but so here's my question. And or you mentioned this because, you know, I'm living in Tampa. If you're Tampa, do you want him back? I mean, because now you're going to have the distraction of, okay, well, is he going to retire again at the end of this season, going all season? And do you just say, okay, you know what? It's time to move on because you know, you're only going to get X number of seasons out of him at the most. Do, do yeah. you just go ahead and say, we, we've started the process. You know, it was only 40 days, but we started the process of looking at what our future looks like, let's just cut ties. And and that could be where the Miami thing's coming into play.
0: Yeah. I don't, for me, I can't tell you how many people like they had, it was all over like, Oh my God, Tom's coming back. Fantastic. Love you, Tom. You know, TB 12. Like the town was super excited when he unretired announced his unretirement to come back. I hadn't heard the Miami thing, full disclosure. I didn't know that. But yeah, people were super excited when they were com- when he was coming back. I think you won a Super Bowl. And by all accounts, when they reset for the next year, all of the key players were re-signed and were in place. And I think they thought yeah. we're going to make another run. We're going to win a second Super Bowl. And then of course they didn't. And I think he actually had one of his best years yeah, in terms of yeah. his stats and yeah. his touchdowns. Yeah. But to answer your question, Mac, I don't know that I would want him. I but mean, well, wait, I guess you can get, you should, out of him, you get $24,
1: million, $24 million of dead cap if he comes back for one thing. So you have to figure out how you navigate yeah, exactly. around that. Because they, they may have made moves in the offseason based on that cap space being free. They may have been thinking how, who they were going to draft and how they were going to draft based on him not being there. So I mean, it, it's it's a monkey in in the uh, uh, was was the saying a monkey wrench in the works
0: spanner in the works yeah spanner in the works. <laughs> uh, I know Bruce <laughs> said when the... he retired. Bruce said we're going to do everything we can to keep it open if he wants to come back. Like that's what the head coach said. Right after he retired, he went out and said, if he ever wants to come back, we're leaving a spot for him, which means they had to look at the cap and go, we know we potentially take a hit, but we're going to accept that hit if he decides to come back. So
1: it's important to know he gets 8 million. So of the signing bonus he got, it was spread over the years. So he'd get 8 million in signing for the 2023 season or the 2022 season with a 20, somewhere between a 20 and $29 million salary.
0: Yeah, he front loaded I mean, the cap contract be, purposely.
1: Yeah, yeah, between the cap hit and the base, right? So, yeah, I mean that's that's, that's a lot of that's a whole lot of zeros from one dude. But,
3: but again, I I think you know a lot of it comes back to just to the competitive nature of these guys, right? I mean, you look at I don't know if any you know how many or any of you guys have seen the Last Dance, uh, the the documentary they did on on the Bulls' uh, last run. Yes, if you have it, it was really good. But but you can see in that, you know, they they chronicle the, you know, that last run. But they go back and talk about, you know, the the whole kind of span of that that run with the with the Bulls and, you know, the competitive nature of Jordan. You know, is, is on full display, in terms of you know not just playing basketball but playing cards. You know, he's playing. He's there, there's one point he's sitting in the uh, the locker room after a game with a couple of the security his security guards. And they're just throwing quarters against the wall to see who can get closest and win. I mean, they're just making up games now to just to, to be competitive. And he wasn't, you know, I mean, he was playing to win against these guys. So, you know, I, I think that's some of the drive that brings these guys back past the point that they should be coming back.
0: And um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that in terms of, like, that's your mentality. You're just a competitive individual. but If you can point, still compete. Right. And that's the problem. And Mac. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, brother.
2: I was just going to say, this is another scenario where the, there's the decision itself, which obviously that's all we have to work with for now. And then it's the, how are we going to look back on the season, depending on the outcome? And, you know, and then that, you know, it's going to be the Monday morning quarterbacking of the decision going, well, man, this season turned awful because they maybe they get a rash injuries, maybe whatever. Right. I mean, my understanding is by the betting odds, Tampa definitely leapt up and the likelihood of making it with getting Brady back.
3: Well, I don't know by how
2: much, but that's my understanding.
3: Because and Thor, keeping honest here, I mean, who, who was the replacement when he left? Blaine Gabbert? Yes. Um, and Kyle with,
0: Trask was with Kyle
3: Trask, the guy that's ne- you know, a year out of college and has never seen a you know pro snap. Right. So I mean, you know, if those are your options and Tom comes to you and says, Yeah, hey, you know what, I've decided to unretire. Who wouldn't jump at that, right? Even even at his advanced age. Right.
0: And you know, they're looking at the stat line from last season, going the dude through like, I don't know what it was, 100 fucking touchdowns. I don't know how many yards he passed for, his, inse- his interception to touchdown ratio. Like, they're going, that's a no-brainer for us to have him come back.
3: Yeah. Now, you know, Thor, you and I have talked about this before. You, you talk about the stats and everything. I wonder what will happen And we've seen this, especially in baseball, you know, um, during their careers and after their careers. Are we going to hear about, you know, performance enhancing drugs? You know, I mean, Hmm. I hope not, you know, but it just seems, you know, unnatural to be able to play that position at that level for as long as he has.
0: Well, I will say a lot of the things I heard out of New England and of course here in Tampa, his first couple of years, they put guys in front of him on an offensive line where people weren't getting to him. So he wasn't, oh, he wasn't getting, getting up, Yeah. Right. So that helped. And I think this year that, or I say this year, last year at Tampa, that was a little more of an issue in terms of defenses were able to get to him. And so I, you know, that of course, his release time had to be much quicker because defenses were able to get to him now and things like that. So I don't know, especially if he's planning to go to Miami. What's Miami got? Like they've struggled. Well, why yeah, would you want to go been, they've there? They've been making
1: some offseason season acquisitions that make. Oh, me have believe, Yeah, that make me believe that this is not unfathomable for him to want to go there. Um,
0: did,
3: didn't they just pick it, up somebody from Kansas City?
1: Uh,
0: Tyreek Hill. Tyreek.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and yeah. so. Because of some of the acquisitions they've been making, it makes me wonder if, if they're setting up knowing that Tom's coming there and Tom Brady's coming there. I, and it makes be. me wonder, too, is is he trying to prove, is he trying to be the first quarterback in NFL history to win three, three to teams. win Super Bowls with three separate teams? Well,
0: I mean, but, if he's a competitive guy and it's about records for him, then that's just yep. possible. And
3: here's the thing. I, I got to think, you know, I can probably name 10 teams, if you, if you ask me to right now, that, you know, would jump at the opportunity. To, to have a Tom Brady on their roster, e- even at this point in his career. Uh, because if nothing else, he brings some stability to the position and, and some mentorship, hopefully, uh, to uh, get like, to your next player. Carolina the other, Panthers? Uh, they would the be other, on that list, yes.
2: The <laughs> other thing I've seen is some commentary um, from those in the industry that are like, it, it doesn't make any sense. These are rumors and they happen, but like he's help to get some players back to Tampa and he's under the contract, you know, like that but has th- that's to the be question. negotiated he, to happen. Is he not. under
3: contract?
2: That's well, I mean, we, we, we
1: haven't seen the contract. It, 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 we don't know. Yeah. I mean, again, I would think there would be some kind of, um...
3: well, I, I mean, Gr- Pat- Grinch read it on the internet, so it has to be true. So Yeah. But, I mean, Pat
2: McAfee know. from the Pat Ma- McAfee show, his tweet was, Tom Brady to Miami doesn't make any sense. He's under contract with the Bucks and has recruited guys to play with him in Tampa. Yeah, because I think Leonard Fournette and Chris, well, yeah, Gawag, and you look at yeah. yeah,
3: those people like you know Gronkowski, Fournette, uh, you know yeah, they're going to still be under contracts. So are they going to be able to leave and go play with him somewhere else?
0: Uh, so we talk about guys that retire and then come back. Mac, you made a point, and so I want to bring it up here: guys that should retire but don't i am obviously i'm a lover of florida gator football and no one comes to mind more than this individual no, no, when it comes to let's move
3: along we're not going to tarnish his good name <laughs> keep going
0: no he did that he's, all on his own he's is a, a good
3: he's a god just keep going um
0: is emmett smith who clearly outstate oh, is
3: not who i was thinking of okay. clearly
0: mm-hmm. outstayed mm-hmm. his welcome as a running back set all kinds of records records that will probably never be broken but he should have retired because, again, we've talked about like the abuse that running backs take. They are not long for this this sport. And right. So I think it's six years, as
3: they say, is the, the average, average
0: lifespan. And it was one I was reading. Uh, I was trying to find the article, but it was one of those where it's like he should have retired years ahead of where he did because of what he had accomplished. But it was one of those like just one more season, and then right. that season goes to shit. Oh, just one more season because they I think they do by and large want to go out on top. You know, and so it's just like, and obviously, when you are when you are playing for, uh, you know, or playing in the house that Jerry built, when you are playing for the Dallas Cowboys, you know, it's is a storied franchise. You I think you just expect at some point we're going to be competitive, we're going to be in the Super Bowl, we're going to be at the dance room, and I think it was just right. like we're just going to go again and we're going to go again, and then it's like, fuck, I should have left. Why didn't I leave? Yeah. What did you J- think I was talking about?
3: J- yeah, I was going to say just just for re- the record, I thought you were going to say Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't know which sports you were going to say he should retire from, but I, I one of them.
0: <laughs> you can't outstay your welcome when I'm not sure you were really welcome in the first place. Uh, you Fair know, enough.
2: the, the other aspect is, you know, obviously he's not getting any younger. So if he's going to give it one more go, you probably after a year off are like, Mm-mm. <laughs> you know? I mean, he's 45 or he will be yeah. 45. Will I be. think. Yeah.
3: But let's let's put it this way. I got I got beat up and could barely sleep last night just mowing the yard and mulching up leaves last night. So
0: you know now granted I don't have the same
3: training regimen that Tom Brady has. All but, he does is know. eat
0: kale. That's it. He just eats kale. Everything's uh, kale.
3: Avocado tequila, I think was that it? Um
0: elephant semen. Uh, all right, I not legal, legal says we I, can't actually <laughs> say that, Tom. We I don't have a
3: desire to uh to be that good. Then. To be that
0: competitive. <laughs> yeah sorry i I derailed this there i apologize
3: no i just i mean and and to your point then you look at the people like you said that 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 should leave um and then start bouncing you know bouncing from team to team you know trying to get that last little bit of competitive juices out i guess for lack of a better phrase
0: well and you mentioned him so i guess i'll bring him up timmy Timmy tea. Why, why is it we've had players? And he obviously isn't the first. I mean, Michael did it. Others have done it. Why do we have players go? Okay, I want to retire from this sport. Uh, I'm competitive in this sport, so I'm going to retire here, and I'm going to go play this sport and against think, people that I'm have been doing it. Yeah, and it's like because
3: you- they just think, well, I'm just a natural athlete, and what I did here is going to translate to there, and you know. As you've said, there's few that have done it. I think uh, two th- that come to mind, obviously, are uh, Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders. Um, neither of which did it, you know, I mean, really full time. No. Um, you know, I don't think, you know, when Deion or, or did it. He all was, that well. I mean, he had his moments when he played, you know, for the Braves. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, he wasn't an everyday player. He, he was being used situationally yeah I, I don't know and, and, and you mentioned Tim, you know then there was a discussion of you know the whole fiasco of him trying to go play tight end just to stay in the game a little bit longer and it's like, dude, you you haven't played that since you were in high school, you were a quarterback in college. you barely did that in in the pros. you then left and went and, you know to play baseball. And you didn't do that all that great. I mean, you were good, but not great. So now you're going to come back to a sport that you haven't played for, you know, in five, six years and switch positions and try and beat out somebody that, you know, is one, younger than you. And two, has been playing this position since, you know,
2: peewee ball, probably. Right. Well, and in his days at tight end, not to, you know, bash on the guy, but. Where you could be big and strong and get away with it. I mean, his his running style was not fluid and elusive. elusive. It was straight ahead. You
3: know, <laughs> like oh yeah, no, so- he, yeah. We, when he <laughs> ran, he was
2: just bowling. He was bigger
3: yeah. than the guy he was running into. Yeah, he wasn't um, fleet of foot. Well, you let's know, be
0: honest. One of the best in the game, Rob Gronkowski, ain't no speed demon, and he sure as shit ain't fleet of foot. But he no. can catch anything thrown his way. And then he mm-hmm. just tries to run through. Run you. I mean, he over. literally lumbers when he runs. It's it's awkward to watch.
3: It's yeah, it is kind of funny to watch. I, like, I saw a couple of catches. It's like,
0: yeah, to be as good as you are. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. I hey,
2: mean, you're it was, slow. It was almost like when he went over there and they were doing the training. The things that were leaking out were like memes of just like, oof, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um it, now the dude was in shape.
3: Of, There's no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Back to the Dolphins real quick to um, one of the things I was just reading while we were talking was the Dolphins sent five draft picks, including a first rounder to the chiefs to get for Tyreek Tyreek kill. Yep. And, you know, Arians has said it would take like five first round picks. You know, I get that's a bit of an exaggeration and that's just a, you know, you're, you're making the point with the statement versus the details of the statement, but either way, like i i don't think miami has the cap the cap space or the draft picks it, the, to make the anything on to, this order to to happen but
3: so, right now, so who's the quarterback in my, and i know we're getting a little off topic here but who's the quarterback in miami now is that
0: who two, uh, two, uh, two a,
3: two a
1: level?
0: Uh, yeah. I two, that, what he uh, said.
3: yeah so yeah i'm just wondering you know what what's the what's the thought process behind you know going out and throwing that much clout it, it, you know getting a tyree kill if you don't have a whole lot of the pieces, you know, to go around him. I,
2: I, I think what drove the rumor was the fact that like his family is down there. They bought a house. Right. And and again, I'm not saying it's impossible. I don't know. And but in terms of, I guess our point um, or, you know, the emphasis of this particular podcast, either way he's back. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Details to follow, but, uh, but the dude elected to come back and I, you know, I, I think it, it boils down to the psychology of the head said one thing, the reality of it sinking in. And then you start taking note of like, you know, normally this time of year, I'd already be talking with the guys or normally I'd already be out throwing, you know, and starting to get a feel for well, the receiver.
1: As, as somebody who recently retired from a very long, illustrious career, did you did you feel any remorse and regret from retiring? no (laughs) i got i've been asked
2: that question before and it's kind of funny they're like
0: it's like do you miss it i'm like "Mm -mm." (laughs) nope okay so when you were going through the struggle of getting another job would you have unretired if it had been feasible no i don't think so. okay better the devil you know than the one you don't right so it's like yeah okay i mean
2: you know the ship had sailed i i you know had committed there. It's not like it, I couldn't do it. it. The difference is it's not like I could do that anyway. Now, well, prior to reaching certain milestones, you can elect to make a change, you know, but, but the way it works is, you know, my replacement was already on board, you know, it, it it's just like roster management, you know, like the right. unit that I was with can't get a replacement until I have a status showing that I'm leaving. You know, so it'd be one of those two, like, you can't just plop any player, you know, in this case, like with the sports analogy, you know, you can't be like a wide receiver that, you know, go into a team that's looking for a quarterback and going, I've just decided to come back. And they're like, that's not how this works. (laughs) We don't need receivers. Go receive somewhere else.
0: (laughs) Now, of course, this article came out April 1st, 2020. I, I haven't heard or seen anything related to this, but it's interesting because of what we're talking about. Breaking news: Brett Favre coming out of retirement to join the XFL, and he just can't stay away from football. And of course, well, the argument, I've heard.
1: Well, I, I know he's had some money problems.
0: Well, it um, talks about he last played professional football with the Vikings in 2010, struggled mightily, throwing 2,509 yards, 11 mm-hmm. touchdowns, 19 interceptions, completing 60.6% of his passes registering a passer rating of 69.9. Now at the age of 50, it's hard to imagine him playing any better than he did nine years ago, but Brett simply loves the game. I don't oh. know if this is true.
3: All I know is I'm going out and buying a bunch of copper fit. Uh, uh, apparently I, 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 works. And, and
1: legal legal tells me, I have to say, I don't know for a fact that he's had money troubles. I remember reading some articles saying that he I would not some be
3: surprised if, he has mo- some money if he's back. had money troubles. Troubles. Well, he's doing those copper fit commercials.
2: Well, and clearly they work. Uh, so, I mean, look, passion and desperation only get you so far, you know? <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> well, but on the flip side, let's keep in mind, it's the XFL.
2: Right. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't know how lucrative that. those contracts are.
3: <laughs> but not only that, but, you know, you don't have to be the best player. You just have to be pretty good. And you'll be okay in the XFL. Probably.
2: Right. Well, and, and, and like I said, I mean, it's interesting. Because, like, not all players are created equal. In the sense of, like, I don't. They're they're probably quarterbacks. And I'm not gonna name them because I'm not trying to do it that way. But like, I don't want to hear them commentating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'll use one. I, well, no, I'm not. I'm not. There's Go no- for I'm it, man. That. Come on. Nah, yeah, it, it's you publish. should do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just anyway, like the way they talk about the game or their personality, like. Yeah, Uh, they're not built to be objective and give analysis, right? You know, just because you were
3: a player doesn't mean you can commentate on the game. That's a whole different skill set.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I have to imagine, you know, if you're a former quarterback like a Brett Favre and you're looking at like a Tony Romo, um, Steve Young, you know, those guys that have now uh, Boomer Esiason that have been doing commentating for years and probably have some pretty healthy contracts like you got to be envious of that
0: so i mean there's always probably going to be a career pivot for them either in announcing or you know commentary
2: smart
3: owning car dealerships yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so why at 45 years old why do you think your place is on the field i don't know how much more can you give to the sport and what happens if you do come back And it's a horrible fucking year and your stats go to shit and your rating goes down. And then people, all people will say is you should have stayed retired
3: or worse yet you get truly injured. Right. You know, that's the worst. That's the scariest thing to me. You know, the the stats and everything. Okay. That's your legacy. It hurts your pride. I get that. Right. But you know, you're you're typically going to be a tick slower and you know, or, or, you know, you, you risk getting somebody else injured, you know, you throw a ball across the field that you might not have thrown before, you know, and you get a receiver laid out, you know, just because you're you're not as sharp as you used to be.
0: Maybe, uh was it Julian Edelman? Is that the guy he was always throwing to across the middle? Yeah, across mm-hmm. the middle, yeah. So there, maybe oh, he'll get a guy like him that. and he can throw across it's the middle. It's a
3: tough way to make a living, though.
0: It is. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the defenders are just waiting to line your ass up and take you out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean –
2: Again, I just come back to. I mean, the broad theme is 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 the guy had an initial reaction. The reality of it started to sink in, and there's some psychology to this. I think you know of just um, the, one of the articles I read. I think it was a psychology article joked about the quote from uh, Seinfeld that says, "You know, when you're ending a relationship, you don't. It's like a big Coke machine. You don't just push it over in one." One sweep. You got to rock it, it back and you forth. Got, you got to rock it back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> so, which you is know, why like you see said, these guys
3: kind of retire, un- retire, retire, un- yeah, retire. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it is their lifeblood, right? I mean, twenty-five seasons is a—that's a long time to devote. That's to all the sport. you know, and you have yeah. played it since you were a kid. You know, you you just get juiced by being on that field, being in the locker room around the guys. You know, all that stuff, and all of a sudden, it's not there. Um and you know financially there's probably not as much of a concern but i imagine if he does feel fit enough and all of a sudden he's like well what am i going to do with myself like you only i, I mean i know we joke because it's not like we're financially able to do this but you can only spend so much time like hanging out at the beach right you know? yeah <laughs> like the man's gonna need something I, I don't know. Maybe, or buy your maybe pool. why giselle was like i thought i would like this at first but I need you, you to go do go. something.
0: <laughs> yeah. But again, isn't that,
3: isn't that right? Somebody else went back to work here. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I don't know. You ain't got to go anywhere else. You can't be here. Right. Someone
3: speaking from personal experience. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you're going to be I'm at the bar pro- anyway, projecting. you might as well get a job. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I'm projecting. <laughs> but again, why not? Why not? Coach. You know, there are other, if you've got to be that close to the game.
1: He may not have a desire to
3: coach. Well, but to Grinch's point, just because you can play the game doesn't mean you can commentate on the game or coach the game. Mm -hmm. You know, it it doesn't necessarily translate over into doing other parts, you know, other aspects. And and let's be honest, you know, you talk about coaching. Now he's going to have to go start at the bottom. I mean, he's not going to become the head coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks. You know, he's going to have to go coach, you know, Florida Gulf Coast or something is an assistant at that and, and work his way up through the ranks. And, and who wants to start over and do that when you're Tom Brady?
0: Well, and, and uh, you make a valid uh, point there. So yeah.
2: I and I think too, I mean, we're, we're getting into the weeds of this a little bit, but there's a, there's some aspects of this that are pertinent of like, it, it's just not, maybe it's just not, not a right fit based on how big of a personality or reputation or whatever. And you go from being the guy to being told how to run a meeting, you know, and giving, and then all of a sudden your schedule's being dictated to you. And you're like, I like telling people what to do. You know, like, I, I don't like being told <laughs> nearly as much, <laughs> you know, and that, and, and there's a psychology to that too, you know, whether it is ego, pride, whatever, going from being, you know, on magazines and the center of attention and all that to being in the twilight or or the background of people's minds as it relates to the sport. And you get referred to from a records perspective, no longer you're on that highlight reel every Sunday or Monday or whatever, you know? So I suspect that there's just a lot of that's all, you know, all coming together in this moment. And until he just flat out knows he cannot play anymore to make the decision easier, there's going to be this, this waffling
0: guess what then you don't know this answer obviously it's all speculation what becomes that defining line that says i can't do this anymore you know what is that benchmark for him internally mentally that says i'm past it because nobody thought at 44 years old he was going to throw the number of touchdowns he threw or the yards he threw and stuff like that so clearly in his head he's going i've still got it but at what point, you know, is it taking that massive hit from a defender? I mean, is it, Mac, you said getting injured to go, oh, shit, like I got my bell rung. I don't remember where I'm at. Yeah. I should probably not be doing this. I don't know. Because, again, we know. We're oh, and all I in, think it's we're different all for mid right? We do not rebound as fast as we used to. I don't give a fuck if you're drinking elephant come and eating kale all day long. <laughs> the body's just not going to rebound from anything. So well, uh, and, and, that's, and for and Haas that,
3: here, legal suggests don't go do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's that I mean, and honestly, that's kill. probably that for a player like him, that's probably the threshold. Right. It's something definitive that has to happen. Now, maybe that does come in the form of another Super Bowl, or maybe it is something on the field that happens that just goes, yeah. I have to accept this new reality, you know. And I hope it's not an injury. I don't want to see him go out like no. that. Um, in terms of who wins the Super Bowl, I'm pretty indifferent, but Um, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's, you know, it's interesting. Like, I feel like, you know, maybe comparing him to like Peyton Manning, like Peyton Manning felt very comfortable in his skin and at peace. Like I didn't necessarily, when I saw him transition, I didn't really entertain like, Oh, I wonder how many times we'll be back. Like, he just seemed like, like I said, just very at peace with what had he had accomplished and where he was, And I mean, you see him now, the guy like him and his brother, they're hilarious. You know, the two of them together on well, their Monday night. Maybe and maybe that is suggestive of they've got a lot of other aspects in their life that give them that same thing that has become they're, more important now.
0: You mean in terms of like they're staying busy in other ways,
2: their family, yeah. their connections, their friends, the camaraderie. I, I would just venture I know nothing about nothing, never met the guy. That Brady, I mean, Brady, Brady's kind of a central figure, but I don't necessarily get the feeling he's the warmest individual to be around and probably has like a strong network of friends that he's always hanging out with. And that is as meaningful to him. And I don't say that to be a dick. It, it's, I mean, when you're that elite, like you kind of have some asshole qualities because you just see things without emotion or not in the same way with emotion. Right. Well, and you have to be very careful around about who you surround yourself with at that, at that level, I think. It, yeah. So, um, so I, I, and maybe it's the ages of his kids and so forth, but either way, you know, somehow that all comes together and it's art. It isn't science because every individual's t- internalizing that and mulling it. Right.
3: Well, and I thought it was yeah. interesting you guys saw the article I sent out. I, I wonder if uh, Peyton will get his bottle of wine and and letter yeah. back that he has uh, yeah, that 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 now asked <laughs> to, to have Tom return that he sent him for retirement. Yeah, so, he's
2: like, well, I'm going to rewrite this letter. Yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me my shit back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, it's not something any of us have dealt with in terms of asking ourselves a tough question, going, okay, I'm going to walk away from whatever it is that I love. Uh, and then, you know, sitting there day after day going, there's there's something about it that's not quite complete. So I'm going to go back to it. I, I imagine it's tough, Mac, either it's a competitive nature, right? Like you said, they're they're just uber competitive. And they don't. They don't see anything outside of that competition. They're trying to find it anywhere. And obviously, the easiest place is either on the field, on the court, whatever. Right. Is it a money issue? I can't imagine it's a money issue for this man. It may be a money issue for other people that have come I th- back. Yeah. I
3: think for other people it could be, but not for him. I don't know. Not,
0: not oh. when your wife makes what she makes. I mean, I, I can't <laughs> imagine money is the issue. So I think for him, it's probably strictly a competitive thing or Grinch, as you said, he just needs something to occupy his time.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, and I was also thinking about this um, because I was kind of reflecting back on, you know, prior to retirement, we went to a workshop, um, and it was actually the psychologist, you know, that, that spoke about just the psychology of change when you've known something for so long. Um, but it, it, a riff on that a little bit is if, if you allow, like, it, it, if the job defines who you are, it, you know, when I think of Peyton Manning, and it, it's maybe unfair to compare these two, I can think about him on SNL you know, some funny commercials, like him and Johns. Yeah. Um, and obviously you see but, Brady in commercials, but he is almost singularly defined by his football arc.
3: Well, and even when you look at his commercials, and this goes back to, I think, a point you made. And I mean, we don't know the guy. We, you know, we're not hanging out with him, but you don't get the impression that, you know, he has a sense of humor, really. You know, he's mean, really an approachable he, guy. He looks very serious. You know, whereas we, you know, and again, I don't know Peyton Manning, but, you know, he seems more approachable, right. you know, and, and willing to make fun of himself even to some extent.
2: Yeah. And, and you know, in, in tying it into personal experience, as I was making that transition, and the missus knows this, you know, I told her, like, having been in the army is not going to define the remainder of my life. You know, and, and I see people and I don't judge them for it it's more like I psychologically note it of like, if they're always wearing like a I served hat or a veteran or whatever, like they, they kind of stay in that moment. Right. And it's like, they just, and we've seen it like with some of these, um, some of the folks that retire and they immediately get a job back on Fort Bragg, you know, and you're just As like a contractor or something. You're like, walk away, man, like get away from it, but they can't, right. They're just back in it in a different form, which is almost like unretiring in a sense. Right. And, and that's, you know, for me, that's what, you know, going back to the question you asked, why it wasn't a difficult question for me, because I said that was not going to be what led with any introduction from here on. I'm not going to say I'm so-and-so retired, blah, blah, blah. You know, I can remember my grandfather, that's all, on his checks. It said, you know, Lieutenant Colonel retired <laughs> on his checks because, you know, that era you were defined by your career because you tended to stay in one. Yeah, And that's kind of what I think is going on here is he is defined by his role as a quarterback. He does not know what he wants to
0: do afterward. <laughs> Doesn't see anything else. Look, Mac, what you mentioned, the commercials. I actually love the subway commercial that they did with him. Where they're like, Oh, we've got so much new stuff that we don't even have time for this guy. And he's standing there with a sandwich. He goes, but I'm Tom. And then it cuts away. Like, I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, you may not be able to laugh at yourself, but the rest of us are going to. So it's okay. Yeah. yeah um, I thought again, I thought this was an interesting question because I was thinking in terms of like people that, that retire and come back and why do they come back and should they come back? And if they do, ultimately, what does that mean if they, they come back and they're not successful? Not, not everybody's going to come back in, in 95 and win three championships with the Bulls, right? You're, that's just not going to well, be the case
3: because not everybody has Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. So fair enough. <laughs> I, I'm just saying.
0: A lot of people are not going to make that. They're going to – I think the case is going to be more the Brett Favre. They're going to come back, and they're just going to shit the bed because they can't walk away.
1: You know, and here's what's interesting in a difference between Brady coming back and some of those other people. Brady's still having solid numbers. Yeah. And still has a lot of solid players around him. So the reality is is he could – they could go back to the Super Bowl and win this year. Absolutely. With some of those other players, you couldn't say that with any – confidence or certainty
0: but one of the things i've heard about and again having never played professional football one of the things is you're you don't always recognize when you've lost that step when you've lost the zip on the ball i mean whatever the case may be you're something, you're usually, not throwing it as as crisp as you used to be. You're missing your targets, or you're you're you know, you're throwing it Cam Newton, you're throwing it a little short, you can't make the deep ball throws, like they well, won't always he never recognize. Could throw the ball. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They won't always recognize when they can't. And Grinch, like you said the game is moving so fast and only take a split second for a defender to get off the line. And if, and if he does get injured, if he doesn't see it coming and he can't avoid it because he isn't, he doesn't have the same zip in his step that he used to. And so he, he may not be able to avoid that impact. He may find himself injured at 45 though. You got to, is it worth it at that point? Dude, you're just coming off a nearly $50 million year. Yes. you didn't win the Super Bowl. Is it worth it? And I, for me, I would say unequivocally, no, it's not worth it because I know how I feel at 45 when I'm getting up in the morning and I'm, I'm doing, and when I'm exerting myself and doing stuff in the next day, I'm like, fuck, you know, but, I'm, but I know again, I'm moving slower.
3: You're not, you know, you're not training yourself. Like I agree. Did. I agree with that. Right. So, I mean, if you had that kind of a regimen. Yeah, you don't have the personal you chef. Up.
1: You don't have the professional <laughs> mas- masseuse. You don't have professional physical therapist. Hey, I, well,
0: mean, all, I, I mean, all the strength mean. trainers. You don't know and what Thor's got going <laughs> no on. Down. He's
1: got a guy coming in, like, you know, person coming in, like, stretching him out every day, you know?
0: Stretching <laughs> him out. They're... What are we talking about? Wait, yeah. Wait, is this Friday night? What- I- Stretching them out, I, yes. no, no oh, not that, not that but, kind of stretching. But here we go. We got Grinch, who in the military was was everything was regimented in terms of physical activity and your your training, and you know you've got to keep a certain level of fitness for what you're doing, right? I assume. And then when you retire, that is not there on a regular basis.
2: Oh, don't I know it? So you know what See, i mean? did, you, did you just
3: get called out?
2: <laughs> wow! No, I, that was oh he's man. So, he's oh. so skilled at that,
1: right? those was backhand. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, and
2: I, I mean, I think it gets into the same. It's the same theme of when everything your life makes sense to you because of how it's built top to bottom. You know, you'll do PT at whatever time of day, then you'll do this, and then you'll do the. That's what he's had, right? like he's had a plan what like the plan was coinciding with what he knew he wanted to achieve. And he's been doing it for over 20 years. So like he knows what he wants to accomplish. And I will say too, um, you know, I've, I've maybe suggested some, some shitty personality traits that I can neither confirm or deny, but to give the man credit, he's, I've never thought he wasn't extremely smart and my guess is he also did some calculating of surveying the football landscape of the of the potential to get back like if he didn't think there was any chance i would imagine there would be some hmm. yeah. you know cuz i think about like um uh like aaron rodgers coming in and you know, maybe if I put myself in like Brett Favre's shoes for a little bit, you're like, I'm getting shoved out. Right. You know, the team that I've given so much to is now starting to question loyalty because I'm, uh, you know, I'm questioning loyalty because I hung around longer than they wanted me to in the same can be said for Peyton Manning, you know, with the Colts. Um, He was just fortunate enough to kind of construct how he was going to go into that final phase and, you know, managed to, you know, smartly be a part of building a, you know, a team that had probably one of the best defenses we've ever seen with the Broncos, you know? So I, I think there's some of those factors there like Brady wasn't getting pushed out. It was more, they didn't have any answers immediately available for what (laughs) would backfill him combined with him having a feel for the roster, maybe combined with, I think we can win this NFC. You know, like just looking at who the competitors are going to be, like I think it's, I I think they start they stand a strong chance.
3: Yeah, I mean, you figure they're going to win the South, right? I mean, you look at the South: is Tampa, Carolina, Atlanta, and in New, New Orleans. Orleans. And and Matt Ryan's three, gone, so three you of know, those Atlanta's four teams now have yes. no real solid you know option at quarterback.
2: Yeah, yeah is it Marcus Mariota in Atlanta now?
3: Yeah. Yes.
0: Is Jameis still at yeah. New Orleans? They, they kick-
3: no, Jameis West New Orleans, I think.
0: Oh, did he? Okay.
3: Yeah, I can't remember where he went, but, mm-hmm. and we all know, recited. you know, the debacle that's going on in Carolina. So, so yeah, you, you, you're right. He's got to look at that and say, well, you
0: know, got a chance.
3: If I'm looking at it, you know, maybe the Rams are going to be again my only competition. Yeah. Jameis is <laughs> still in New Orleans. Is he? Okay. I apologize. Um, cause yeah, there's nobody from, you know, what do you got? in the, what is it, the NFC East now with Dallas, Washington, you know, and those teams, I mean, you know, who, who there is going to really challenge them? Nobody. Right. Um, and, and I don't really see anybody in the NFC North.
0: Yeah. And again, this wasn't to just focus on, because I actually didn't think about it in Haas. I appreciate you bringing it up. I didn't think about like, you know, musicians and entertainers of that ilk, you know, continuing to do another tour and I think a lot of times we go oh I, I really want to see them and then they're out on tour doing or a can final. I say final
1: sometimes actors and actresses
0: like <laughs> That's true. they need to retire
1: yeah. And, and yeah
0: um, but you're like oh I get to see that band and I, I want to see them on tour and then you may be thinking of that band when they were much younger and the performance was one thing and now you're seeing them well beyond their heyday kind, when kind of mailing just, it in just mailing it in and it's just like that yeah, was kind I of waste, and,
2: and frankly, with ministry, you know, I was hopeful that passion and energy would be there. And think, you know, it certainly was, you yeah. know, but it, it was in the back of my mind of like, please let this live up to what's in my mind, you know. <laughs> and I was in his it, 60s, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the dude ain't young, right? Right, so uh, yeah, I mean. You know, if you, if, like I said, at the end of the day, you know, the person's got to come to the decision, like, do they believe they can do it? Right. And is that belief grounded in reality? That's the other aspect, Mac. I think, you know, maybe we haven't touched on. Right. It's just, there's what's up here and, and then is every, everybody what around What your body you, can what? do. Yeah. Are you living in a fantasy Bro. world?
3: Bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think that's part of not making the decision in a bubble in isolation. You need the people around you, You know, your friends, your confidants, your family members and be like, hey, you may be past it. You really need to consider this. You know, the people that you trust in your inner circle when you're in a position like that to be able to say, hey, let's be honest, you've lost the steps. Time to stop.
2: Yeah, I mean, a different subtopic, but what re- re- relates to this is, do you have those around you that are going to speak the truth? You know, give you that reality bath when you, start a bunch going, of yes, when you start going high, right? And, you know, I think of somebody like a Michael Jackson, you know, just surrounding himself with people who are like helping or, that fantasy Kanye, world he lived, whatever in, you know, his name and you're style. like, you're like, no reason, or no wonder you're going off the rails. Nobody around you will call you out for your bullshit, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and yeah you know and the difference in sport is that reality comes at you fast and it's two 300 plus pounds (laughs) (laughs) running like a four four you know
0: (laughs) yeah and it's gonna level you um so real quick before we close up shop i'd like to go around the room just on tom brady alone mac should he stay retired (sighs) i'm sorry to put you on the spot first
3: i mean it's hard to say I mean, you, you can never make those decisions, I don't think, until all the facts are in, and the facts aren't going to be in until the end of the season. You know, if, if they win the Super Bowl, well, then, yeah, he shouldn't have stayed retired. Clearly, the guy can play. You know, if, you know, somebody comes around the corner and lights him up and breaks his leg, you know, in the third game, then, you know, yeah, he probably should have stayed retired. So, I, I, I don't know. I mean, based on the numbers he put up last year, I, I think he can still play. So why not keep playing?
0: Okay. Haas, what about you? Should he stay retired or, sh- you know?
1: I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think I care um whether he retires <laughs> or not well and, and 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 i think that's a fair response because there's a lot of people out there that love tom brady and there's a lot of people out there that hate tom brady right. i don't find there's a lot of gray when it comes to him i i'm kind of in the gray though i really don't care one way or the other there's I not a lot of gray, guy
0: but it's yeah, where there, you there, reside
1: right i mean i i don't i don't care one way or the other so my point is this I, um I think would live if we're not coming back. If Gronk comes back, I think why not? Um, I think it's great for those other players that have committed to trying to win a Super Bowl, or you know, or win another Super Bowl. Some of those coaches, um, it's great for the city. Um, yeah, why not? Um, I don't see any
2: downside.
0: Okay, Grinch. What about you, brother?
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> from the straight psychology perspective of the arc of time, you know maybe your time has come to an end. I, I I would lean towards saying like, man, maybe it's a good time to walk. But as I drift into the logic train of, you know, he knows himself. He's obviously had these tough conversations with his family. He's surveying the football lands landscape and going, I think it's doable. You know, not next year will be a whole different, you know, reassessment based on the draft and everything else. But, Uh, given the circumstances, I mean, it appears to be favorable. So yeah, go for it, dude.
0: Okay. I I guess for me living here, Mac, you and I have talked about this in some respects ad nauseum. He did it when he was at new England with, uh, help me out with the quarterback. He's now in San Francisco, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, like developing the guy that's sitting behind you, like being a guy that can develop Tom to me. You know, you guys have talked about not being approachable. It doesn't seem like a guy that would be looking to develop the next player. The only reason I'm I'm not super ecstatic about him coming back is if you are, I we do have Kyle Trask sitting there now. Again, I'm a Trask fan, obviously, as a, as a Gator. You know, he made a huge impact in that year, comes out into the NFL, hasn't really had a shot, nor should he have sitting behind Tom, but – I would like to see Tom develop the next level talent or at least be a part of that process. If he's coming back, I just don't know that he's a guy that's going to do that. He's going to be looking at my stats, my numbers, my wow. payday. And, and so and I you say
3: that, but I think there were some articles initially that came out last year where, you know, he had Trask over to the house, right. They were, they were throwing the ball, you know, together, you know, working out some. So, I, I mean, I think he is, you know, trying to help you know to to some extent i mean obviously he's competitive he wants to he wants to be qb1
0: he doesn't want to be looking um, over his shoulder going the first but, fucking mistake i make
3: but i don't think in that i mean i think for no. tom brady you don't look over your shoulder right i mean you're you're going to be afforded a few mistakes here and there i think at this point in his career
0: yeah but wasn't it um fuck tebow sat at denver sat behind um
1: Peyton Manning Peyton Manning,
0: and there were a lot of calls (laughs) if Peyton had a bad game it was like Tebow yeah but that's just the nature I mean I understand I'm just saying that's a
3: whole different I mean there's a cult that follows uh, Tebow so right
0: what's that joke
2: like everybody's favorite player is the backup quarterback you know right
0: (laughs) I'm just saying I'm not saying he's not developing I'm saying if you're going to come back do that because you know what you're gonna leave you're you're in your mid-40s you're not going to be here forever and I would like to see a sustainable option when you're gone, if it right. is somebody that you have trained that can then win another four or five Super Bowls, well, Awesome.
3: And I think, I think the point to that being, you know, and yeah, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth to, to mention this name that Grinch brought up earlier. You look at Aaron Rogers, right? They brought him in and brought him along slowly behind Favre, you know, instead of just bringing him in, throwing him to the wolves and hoping for the best. And I, and I think you tend to get a better progression, right? um for a quarterback you know if you bring them in give them time to kind of acclimate to the system learn the system and then kind of hand the reins over slowly as opposed to saying yeah guess what you were the number one draft pick last year and you're starting this year and the franchise all the franchises hopes and dreams are riding on your shoulders that doesn't tend to work out well I know you know I can't think of a lot of players in the in the immediate future that that have done well in that situation. Yeah,
2: Burrow would be the only one I. I Burrow, maybe maybe
3: Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, obviously. Yeah,
0: you'll occasionally um, you know. catch lightning. Well, Mahomes
1: time. sat behind Alex Smith for a oh, season that's true. or two. Yeah,
0: and that's what I'm saying. If he's coming back, and that's what he's working on player development. It's like, hey, I am going to come back, try to win a Super Bowl naturally, but it isn't just all about me. It's not just about running up my stats and and proving I'm good for another year. Come back and help create a sustainable option moving forward. Leave the you franchise in be a here. better place right. than it was. Because you guys said it at the outset. He leaves. What's his option? Blaine Gabbard? Like, that's not an option. Right. So, uh, that will be my only concern. It's the only reason I think if you're not going to, if you are going to come back, come back for the right reasons, but work to build something. Don't just come back in a very selfish manner going, I just want to prove I can do it. I just want to prove I can go to Miami and win with three different teams. Okay. Well, who are you helping? No one except yourself. Great. So again, that's my two cents. Take it or leave it. Uh, Gentlemen, as the smile, what's that smile?
2: Well, I mean, (laughs) he,
0: he brought a super bowl to the team. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm not, but but as you all have said, Uh, Mac, I think you like Michael didn't bring a national championship to the Bulls by himself, Tom didn't do it by himself, right? He had some and, and massive, he did not around win
3: no, New England by himself.
1: But right?
0: to
3: your
1: point, Thor, they're probably not gonna the, 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 the chances of them going back to, to get a Super Bowl without Tom is like non existent. I yeah.
0: agree, I agree.
3: Yeah, you, you take all those same weapons and you have Blaine Gabbert going the passes. It, it, I mean, you know, let's be honest. It's still a different landscape at that point because right. he's not making the same throws that Tom Brady's making.
0: No, but at the end of the day, I mean, he's going to do what's best. Obviously it at this moment, it's coming back to Tampa. Now, whether or not he stays or goes to Miami, if that's truly the case, who knows? Well, uh, And look though, I mean,
3: you got to look at it this way. Clearly Tampa, you, you, you hope they've done their research. You know yeah and are welcoming welcoming him back you know because well, they don't have to you know just because he retires doesn't mean they have to have him on the roster
0: well you know, we all I remember mean, the shit show when he you know the whole thing it broke that he was retiring and then apparently he had never said he was retiring and then mm-hmm. the coaches were like we were never informed the organization right. never heard that mm-hmm. and then, so it's like don't go fucking shit up now that you're coming back You know, it's like, yeah. So, I
3: mean, you know, clearly Tampa sees, you know, I'm sure they've done their due diligence and, and, you know, said, all right, you know, this, this can't can still play, but let's, let's take a chance and see what we can do. Cause like you said, you know, our options aren't a whole lot better right now.
2: Right. Yeah. And I mean, I'll use, you know, a phrase that this probably been said in some form or fashion, which is, you know, would you take an 80% Tom Brady, or a hundred percent Blaine Gabbert, you know, or, and I don't mean to pick on. (laughs) No, I know what you mean there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I I mean, chances are given what I saw from the previous season, if you gave me that option, I'd be like, based on his acumen, based on his proven record, what he brings to the locker room. I mean, I I think we're, we're definitely better with, you know,
3: look, As a Panthers fan, I'd take a 60% Tom Brady over anything that's on a roster right now. So, you know,
0: well, it's like you said, that 60% Tom Brady is probably the reason you landed Leonard Fournette for two years. It's probably the reason Rob will come back, you know. So, yeah, if you've got Blaine Gabbard, I'm not sure those people make the choice to stay here. So there is that. It's the intangibles that he's potentially bringing with him. So, all right, gentlemen, well, I appreciate it as always. Week in and week out, we do this. You guys come into the studio, the Four Horsemen, and and we just hammer out whatever the topic is. This week, it just happened to be, should they retire? Should they not retire? Should they come out of retirement? Should they not outstay their welcome or outstay their welcome? That's what we talked about, and I appreciate it. Um, I think across the board, you guys were kind of in agreement that he should come back. And it's okay to come back. We'll see what happens. I'm still kind of on the fence there, but that's okay. I mean, maybe he'll prove me wrong. Uh, Maybe they can create something sustainable down the road. We'll see what happens. But as always, love being here week in and week out. Check out our website, AspiritedDebate.com, all the drinks that we have here, although we did not have any drinks in the month of April. And why is that, gentlemen?
1: Because Grinch doesn't love us. That's
0: is fault. Alcohol
2: awareness.
0: (laughs) Alcohol awareness month. Thank you April um, yeah no alcohol this month so we'll see how the show looks still a good show uh, I don't care what people say alcohol aside notwithstanding oh, oh, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> so check out all of the drinks that we have on the show except for this month we'll not be having any drinks check out the water that we'll be drinking uh, you can drop us a line there you can uh, you know topic you'd like us to debate drink you'd Take like a, us to try as long as can it's my not water
1: have bourbon ice cubes in it
0: no not Le- the legal says no. Look, look, much like the New Year's challenge that Grinch has hey. set in motion and not participated in, you were the one that made April alcohol free. You're right.
1: You're right. And, and I am going to stick to it. Hey, I'm not
2: going to have a drop. And, and right. Mrs. Grinch wants like a wife network to call us all out. It's mostly hey, look, directed motherfuckers at me. But, a yeah. That's right. That's right.
0: Uh, you get the look into your, into your, That's right. into your, into the sockets of your soul. She, you she like. is threatened to die me out to you, Thor.
2: If I uh, <laughs> don't, don't adhere <laughs> to the plan. That's yeah,
0: <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. Or hit us up on an email, the four horsemen at a spirit debate.com. Uh, obviously there, you can drop us a line, tell us what you think, give us a, you know, if there are questions you'd like us to answer, you know, we'd be more than happy to do that. If drinks, you'd like us to try or a topic you'd like us to debate. We'd love to know about it and we can see about getting you on the show. Uh, and as always, closing out the show. Gentlemen, love having you here. Love doing this with you week in and week out. So thank you very much. And I will see you all next week. use information, or opinions expressed during the Aspirited Debate podcast series, or any affiliated podcast, are solely those of the hosts or guests involved and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the host or guests may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity, unless explicitly stated. While guests are invited to listen, listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from the podcast or its guests. The content within the parameters of Aspirited Debate podcast series, or any affiliated podcast, are for entertainment and educational purposes only. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.